Yo, yo, yo. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Good, good. How about yourself, brother? Yeah, I'm doing all right, man. Welcome to the Air J the Great Podcast, man. It's a pleasure, man. Pleasure's all mine, bro. First off, man, we uh we start off about uh getting getting to know about you like uh as far as like uh where you from, things like that. So uh first off, where you from? Man, I'm out of a spot called Little Rock, Arkansas, man. Um down here people, you know, it's it's it's, it's kinda country, but it's kinda cool at the same time, you know. It's a neighborhood called Hard Scramble, but I've been in Little Rock my whole life, brother. Oh, yeah. Also, folks, uh, his name is uh, Slee Parker on Instagram, and uh, you can go follow him on Instagram. He's a uh, music artist. He's actually uh, messing with one of my friends I used to be in the Army with. We stationed together at uh, Fort Campbell for like two years, so. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Hollis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's up, man. Yeah, he he hit me up on Snapchat, so that's how all this got uh, came about. Hey, that's good. That's good people right there, man. For real, that's good people. So, man. So, uh, so so describe coming up in Little Rock, Arkansas. You know, just describe the struggles. That you had to endure, you know, sing if you had a single parent home, or did you come up with your grandparents, or what was the everyday life as you was going through elementary to high school, and what you had to deal with, you know, growing up in a uh, if you was in a pop, uh, hood or or suburbs. Man, growing up for me was it was something like the other other people around, you know, but uh. Thing was, I came up, you know, single parent household, really moved in with grandmama when I was probably about three or four, something like that. She took care of me. She really didn't have money to take care of herself. You know what I'm saying? She had she had her children with her that were pretty much grown at the time, but still I kind of blended in the mix, you know what I'm saying? So coming up working off of I say you say welfare and stuff like that, you know, you five hundred, six hundred dollars a month back then, you know, it still wasn't nothing for a household of four and five people, you know, so, but man, she made it do what it do. She put it together, made two equal four and say, I'm grateful to have that lady by my side. But still, you know, coming up, you know, I ain't, it wasn't no hard feelings towards my dad, towards my mom and nothing like that because we cool as on the way right now. You know, it's just grew up kind of tough, grew up in a gang area, you know, grew up in a high drug area, but Still, man, it's all about you putting your feet in front of yourself so you can get to your place of need, you know? Yeah, so did you uh did you play any sports or anything uh while you was a child? Man, I wasn't the best at sports, man. I played football here and there, you know what I'm saying? But uh honestly, bro, my mind was kinda on arts and stuff like that. I really you know, I, I played for a little while in junior high school. I started to go to high school and play, but I thought I was too cute for my own good, man. I, the girls got to look at me, you know, so I got to looking back, so I really wasn't interested in sports no more. But, <laughs> yeah, right, I should have kept on going, man. I, it's in my genes. My dad, my brothers, all them, you know what I'm saying, they played coming up. Even my mom, she ran track, you know what I'm saying? So I just still, you know, I, I my mind was somewhere else. Oh, that's what's up, man. So – as you going through school, you know, growing up, going through the struggles that you have with your family, what uh, led you to music? Man, honestly, that the struggles in itself. Um, 
when I was, I always would listen to some of my uncle's tapes, man. He had the LL Cool J's and he had the Run DMC's, you know what I'm saying? And so I would listen to them. I think, honestly, my first rap record I might have listened to was uh, was Lucy. I don't know if you're familiar with B.B. King, I believe, and Lucy, the girl that used to uh, rap. I think it might have been Shantae. It might have been her rapping that Lucy part, you know what I'm saying? But, bro, hearing that and hearing people express themselves, it really gave me an avenue to tell my story and just to get it off of my chest, you know what I'm saying? I felt, man, at ease when I could do that there. And then it was creative. So I'm like, oh, man, this is a win-win for me. So uh, was it was so finding so music was just something that you stumbled on yourself, or did you have anybody in your family that was passionate about music that you looked up to that you can uh, pick their brain about before you just dive into it? Man, really, I'm gonna tell you the truth. I it really wasn't nobody just interested in music like that except for one of my uncles, Uncle Carlo. He he played the drums. I knew that, you know what I'm saying? But we never did have a conversation about it. But I'm going to tell you who really put me in the lane of rhyming. And that was my grandmother. My grandmother, she was a school teacher. And she would always try to figure out what made me learn the most. And one day we were sitting up just talking. And so she was kind of rhyming stuff back and forth. And it was easy to her. And I just kind of picked up on the habit. And so Man, I'm think I, I think I was like probably four at the time, and man, ever since then, you know, it's been it was easy to me, you know, and so to figure out the wordplay and all this other stuff, man, it just came natural, man. It was it was it was great. That's what's up. So, um, you you go through high school. Well, when did you put your first uh, project out? Man, honestly, right after high school. During high school, like I told you, I thought I was too cute. So I'm running back and forth trying to do my thing. I really wasn't nothing special about me, man. But still, I was, you know what I'm saying, trying to be on my on my horn. So um, after high school, I got a little serious about it because, you know, stuff started kicking in after high school. You start realizing that this is real life. You got to do this, that, and the third. I had mended the relationship with my dad. You know, we really never was on hard terms, but we really got to know each other, like, after high school. My mom, I kind of started calling her mom sort of like after high school. Other than that, we was on a first-name basis, you know, so when I got there, it was like life kicked in, and okay, well, if I'm going to take this serious, then I'm going to go ahead and do it, and, and God bless, I had an auntie, man. Auntie name was Regina Counts, man. She was she was one of the one of the hustlers in my life that really kind of showed me this, that, and the third, you know what I'm saying? And she really helped me find the whole project that I was putting together. I was putting it together with me, my little brother, and a couple of cousins. We called ourselves ace players at the time. We were rapping about stuff that we seen growing up and stuff that we done, you know what I'm saying? So it was kind of it was really over the top, you know, running drugs, doing this, that, and the third, killing pop pop, all this other stuff. We just really talking about Everything that was going on in the hood. That's what we was doing. Okay, then. So, uh, was it a lot of people doing music when you first started putting out um, projects that you can uh, that you can collab with, or was you um, and also are you independent or are you signed to someone? I'm independent. I got my own little label going, CHMG Country Hustler Music Group. Um, I've I've been doing that for a minute, man. Um, 
starting out rapping with me, it was honestly, it was a small circle. I didn't even know my brother rapped, you know what I'm saying, until he kind of spit it to me one day. And that's when we formed our little group way back in the gap, you know what I'm saying? So at first it was like, I only heard like crisscross, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, these young cats can do it. I can do it too, you know what I'm saying? Or then I started hearing the older cats, like I said, LL and all them, you know what I'm saying? It, it made it intriguing. But when I seen Jermaine Dupree bring Chris Cross to the forefront, it was like, man, that's what's up. I can kind of, you know, go into that. But I never did mimic them because I was more intrigued with the Southerners, like Scarface and UGK and all that. No, I feel you on that. You know, uh, I feel like uh, around that era, all the way up to 2010 was like the best era of music to me. Man, what you mean, bro? They had so much. There was so much stuff just involved in the music, and then it was melodic, and then it was saying something at the same time, you know? Yeah, it had real substance behind what they were saying. Mm -hmm. Yep, wasn't gimmicky at all to me, man. So, um, so as you uh, putting out when you put out your first project, is people in your community supporting you, or did you have to go the route of uh, going at clubs, opening up for major artists, or how how was that? Uh, how did people receive you when they, when people started to know that you was uh, taking that music thing seriously? Man, <clears throat> excuse me, man. Down here, it's um, it was always kind of pay to play. You know what I'm saying? So. We first got down, it was it was sort of like, you know, we're giving CDs out, giving CDs, giving CDs. And we had a good, we had a nice, nice little group of people behind us because of that or whatever. But as far as start going to these shows and it was more like the, we was kind of green down here. So people were, hey, man, y'all got to pay this and y'all can open up for too short. Y'all got to pay this and y'all can open up for, you know this, that, and the third person. So we was doing it along with pretty much everybody else in the state that had caught on to this rap thing, you know? And so as we were doing that, we started to see the, the flodge in it. Like, okay, y'all just getting the money to pay these boys and we get up there spitting, you know what I'm saying? And we ain't getting no recognition or nothing. Even if we got CDs or whatever here to sell, you know, it's still like we not winning. So we kind of moved on from that and just kept on doing our thing on our own and we got we had a nice push going on, you know. We had a nice push. So, um, as you going through that process, as far as you know, you getting a little traction. When um, have you ever had any uh, major shows? As far as like you know, any festivals or things that go on in Arkansas that a lot of people support? Because I know um, in certain cities. You know, you have certain festivals and things every year in some cities where a lot of artists, a lot of local artists will get get together and uh, just put on a big performance. Yeah, man, we didn't, bro. I'm talking about, shoot, uh, back in, <laughs> even opening up for Coolio back in the day when he was out, you know what I'm saying? Um, we did a uh, battle of the bands where Coolio came down. He rocked out. Um, I opened up for Too Short about, probably twice on him. I know about Scarface. And this these are like actual festivals. I can't remember the names of them because it was so long ago. But Juneteenth, you know, they would have that down here. I've done that a couple of times. Man, uh radio station would hold different things down here. You know, we would come through and do this, that and the other. 
But man, it's uh, it was it was limited for a while down here, you know. So you just never did have that 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 outward pour. Oh yeah, I feel you. Yeah, like, like a lot of cities don't really have that that music history like Atlanta or LA or something mm-hmm. like that. So it'd be like onesies and twosies that come out. Like I know the biggest artist down there right now is uh, Bankroll Freddie. Yeah, the young boy hot man. He doing his thing too. I'm proud of him, man. One of my boys from the neighborhood. They real cool with each other, man. They they, they homies. You know, it's it's like when I see that. You know what I'm saying? It's, it 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 give me a sense of pride. You know what I'm saying? Because everything that we've been through, and the people before us and after us been through. You know, it's like okay, he got something going on now. Let's get somebody else through them cracks. You know. It's a cat named Zay HD. You know, he got his thing going on too. You know. Uh, What's that? Uh, it's another cat that got signed by Killer Mike, S.L. Jones. You know what I'm saying? He's been doing this thing for a minute now, though. He's been with Killer Mike for a minute. Yeah, that's what's up. So what? Uh, so currently, uh, how many projects do you have out right now? Do you know off the top of your head? I got, let's see, official. I got, let's see, um, proud to be country. That was me, my brother, my little cousin, me, D.P., and uh, Rude Boy Rob Marley, that's uh, that's one project. I got a solo project I done in 2015 called the Kevin Parker album. I got a uh, side campaign, the Kevin Parker album. That's two right there. I got uh, another project, uh, Brothers Bond. It's me, my brother, and my cousin. We call ourselves the Parker Brothers. So we, we did that album in 2012. I got that out right there. Um, it's, I'm working on right now EP. I done got rid of all the the gangsta in there, and I'm kind of moving over to the gospel side. You know what I'm saying? So I talk about God, but I talk about it from the street edge. I let you know, you know what I'm saying, like what I done been through. I'm not too preachy, but I'm still coming off letting people know, hey, it's real out here, you know? No, that's what's up. So, so since you're doing a, a mixture of kind of uh, Christian hip-hop, because I know a lot of rappers that's like real big on the on a Christian side of rap. Have you ever um, did anything with any of your local churches around Arkansas? I have, man. Um, I have, actually. I just done something not too long ago, a couple of months ago, me and my sis, Nikki Parrish, and uh, um, it's the Hollowell man. We did a song I got called Yahweh. We did it. I'm trying to. They said Annie, we did it at Antioch. Antioch was a real booming church back in the day, and the pastor he's still real known. I can't think of his name right off the top. It's crazy, but when I say Antioch had it going on back in the day, and they still bringing it back now. You know what I'm saying? So I went out there and I did like this little uh, quartet festival almost. They had it rocking, man. I'm talking about we had a good time. You know, I got a lot of appreciation and love. And, man, I'm looking to do more and more of that right now. Yeah, so what? Um, when did you put out your first project? I put out my first project, I want to say, in 2000, 2001. 2001. Yeah, I believe we got done with that project. 2001 It's called Ace Players. Now, as far as uh, it was before the end of that time, you know what I'm saying? So I believe it's kind of gone by the wayside. I might try to dig it back up and place it out there again. 
but um, the officially, I want to say 2012 with evidence, you know what I'm saying, with the actual product that's out on the net now. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, I would definitely say get back out there and republish all your music because with the screen side now, like you, mm-hmm. uh, you, yeah, a lot of people will go back and re-scream that music if you got the right advertising behind it. Right, right, right. But yeah, so, uh, so let me ask you this: so, you know, you've been putting in work for a long time. You got, I'm pretty sure you, you got a big name in your city. As far as like a lot of people, a lot of people know you. So. What well what is the uh, what is the goals that you want to get out of this uh, music thing? Is it just an outlet for you, or you, you want uh, a lot of people that come behind you to look up for you, or what? Because I know a lot of people have different goals. It either could be monetary, or it could be something that's like really important to you on on some uh, other aspect. Man, me as a man now, growing from a child to a man, you know, you um, if you don't grow then it really kind of don't count. You know what I'm saying? If you stay in the same mindset that you was in when you was a child, then you really pretty much kind of stagnant. So me going back then and realizing what I was rapping about and how it affected my community, you know what I'm saying? I'm kind of, uh, I done grew to the point to where like now I'm talking about God. So when I want to, I want to push this music so other people can know it's okay to grow. It's okay to have a different opinion that you had yesterday, a day before, or last year. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't make you a sellout. All it it just makes it it makes you relevant. You know what I'm saying? To what's going on in life right now. You got to hold some accountability for yourself and the stuff you've done. So you know if you can if you can pull yourself up and really focus on what you're trying to do, then you know you can be a, you can be your own man. I'm hoping yeah. people I'm hoping people take to this so they can really get some education out of it. Yeah, man, it's a lot of artists similar to yourself that really be having real messages behind what they talking about. Like I listen to the people like Lil Baby and things like that. You know, oh, yeah. they're part of yeah. music, but at the same time, yeah. like a lot of artists that I would really listen to what they saying is like, you know, artists similar to yourself or uh J. Cole's, things like that. Like yeah. things that you'll have to like double taking look go back and see what they really meant by what they said in certain lyrics, you know, they had like real suspects behind it. Yeah, I love them type of cats there. But you know what like you said, like the little baby and uh the uh the baby and man I'm talking about I would love to do music with them cats because I know that I could bring something to the table as far as like digging within me to match what they got going on, you know. This music is is serious but at the same time it's an art. And if you can always match your art, like okay, the, the I can I pull up say Young Thug, man. When I looked at Young Thug and I heard him at first, you know, I was like, okay, this is cat here. But then when I heard him on the Ti album, and then I heard him on other albums, I'm like, this dude really got something, you know? I'm like, he matching styles, and he put he putting that artist pen in it, you know? So I'm like, okay. Now I I know he's not the most lyrical, but as far as like using his voice as an instrument. And putting feeling and emotion into his music, man. I look at that a lot, man. And that means a lot to me. Yeah, so for uh for any up and coming artists, you know, that just started doing music, 
and they don't have no projects out and things like that. I I want you I want you to explain like the pros and cons of what you have to endure being an artist and uh what they should expect like the realistic things not you know the fake things that people might try to put out to them to make them feel good. Right, right, right. In this day and time it's it wasn't as difficult as it was back then because we'd actually have to get out of our car and go hand in hand and, and create relationships with people, which that's kind of a pro too, though. It's just you spend a lot of time doing it to build up your fan base. Now you can go on the internet, on Clubhouse, on Instagram, on Facebook, and your, your consumers are right there. Now you got to do is do something special to make them see you or make good quality music to make them hear you. Man, it's the consistency would be the most important thing that I would tell somebody to get into. Be consistent with what you're doing. Like, drop that drop that song once a month if you can. If you can, once a week. Drop that song, man. Just, just drop it. Push it out there. Let somebody hear it. Keep moving. Go to the next. Go to it because you're creating content for yourself. And see, I'm just learning this myself. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's funny. <laughs> Because I feel like I wasn't just going to be this internet dude. And now I'm on here trying to figure out stuff to do on this internet. And it makes sense because you're just really sitting up for yourself for the long run. You know? Yeah, so what are your, so what are your uh, short-term and long-term goals? You've been putting in work for a long time as far as this music thing. So what is your short-term and long goals of what you want to get out of the music before? You get up, you get up out of the business, and also uh, after that, explain your relationship with Hollis and how y'all get into uh, business together. Man, long term is to have something solidified so somebody can come back to and listen. And man, these cats was actually out here spitting. You know, these cats they went through something and they told about it. And I, it's funny, but I kind of look at this conversation. I look at this music sort of like a Bible. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like the stories that we write now will be observed by somebody in the future. And for me to give my side of the story, is kind of like me telling, you know, somebody in the future, hey, this is what we went through, you know, and you might have to go through this. Or you might not have to, you know. You just might be entertainment to you. You never know. Short term, man, honestly, it's therapeutic to me right now. It's very therapeutic to me right now. Like now, say if I if I got a big head up under me and I got to move and like I really wanted to, you know what I'm saying? That would be great. You know what I'm saying? I would love the accolades to come with it. But as far as short term, it's very therapeutic for me right now. Now you say Mr. Hollis, man, I um a cat there, he did a video for me, man, back in the gap, man. Cool cat, man. Young dude, you know, we um sitting chopped it up for a while. He got a got a head on his shoulders too, man. But yeah, we we got together on that videography side of it. Oh, that's what's up, man. So uh yeah, I didn't know if he was your manager or what, you know, if y'all was doing business together or what. Honestly, I hadn't talked to him in a little while, man. I need to go ahead. We need to reconnect so we can do some talk, you know, so we can do some conversation. Cause honestly, I like his uh, spirit. He got a beautiful spirit on him, man. And, you know, you can tell, you can tell there ain't no flaws in him. 
Yeah, man. I met Hollis. I met Hollis back in 2013, man. Uh, that's I got in military in 2012. I just got out the military last year. I just retired, and uh, yeah, I, uh, I, my first duty station was Fort Campbell, Kentucky, and we met at Fort Campbell at replacement. We uh, both played basketball. You know, everybody used to love hooping back then, so we played basketball, and then we had a lot of mutual friends, so we hung out a couple times outside of work, going to clubs and stuff, and we always stayed in touch, you know, uh, he on all my social medias and things like that. He got out uh, right when I was going to Korea, because I went to Korea right after Fort Campbell, so yeah, man, I've been knowing Hollis for, yeah, it's been, it's like eight years now, so I, I've been knowing him for a while. That's what's up, man. Hey, a salute to y'all, man, because y'all really putting it in for this military, man, we got going on here. I know y'all don't get to, you know, get to just, you know, just do to y'all, but, man, salute to y'all for putting y'all life on the line like that because, man, I'm going to tell you, boy, some boys out here won't think twice about that, though. Oh, yeah, man. So, yeah, I really admire artists, man. You know, you know, I got my hands in a lot of different things. You know, I do security for big artists and stuff like that. And mm. I'm trying, sometimes I be in the studio with them and I see how they go about doing songs and stuff like that. So I'll be like, you know, it's, I really admire somebody that can just, you know, be living life every day and then just go in the studio for about two or three days and make a whole album or a couple of weeks. And just, just going off the top of their brain, you know, just reminiscing if they write, reminiscing, writing it down, mm-hmm. and putting together, make it make sense. You know, a lot of the people don't know that, man. That's that's it's hard to really put out consistent content. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people that's in the music industry really ain't living what they putting out, you know, it just, it's, it's good music. It sounds good. You know what I'm saying? You'll listen to it, but you know, it ain't nothing that they really been through. Like, like I tell people all the time, like I can tell within the first minute of the song, if somebody's really living how they say they living, cause I can, it's like, it's like a spirit thing. Like I can feel it in my spirit. You know what I'm saying? Like the pain in their voice, if they really been through what they talking about. Like I, uh, like NBA Youngboy, man, like that dude is the one of the he's out selling pop artists. He's like one of the biggest. He's like the biggest hip hop artist right now, biggest artist on YouTube in the world. And I could just and I feel the pain every time he puts out music, man. And it's real therapeutic for me when he puts out certain pain songs and people like Rod Wave and things like that. Yeah, man, I love that. I love that soulful. I love that singing mixed with that, man, that pain music, man. And I know it all don't have to be pain music. Sometimes they bring the joyous side to it, too, man. And I'm talking about, man, I, I love to hear people use their voice as an instrument, man. That's what's one thing that's big to me, brother. So what music do you love putting out? Do you, are, you solely, are you solely just focusing on the, uh, the Christian hip-hop right now? Or do you dip and dabble and regular and Christian? It just depends on how you feel when you go in the studio. Man, honestly, it's um, <laughs> I got this thing I say it's whatever the beat tell me, you know. So 
I listen to the track, man. I love to listen to tracks, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like the tracks speak out to me. It's like, I don't, it's hard to explain it, but I guess people that, you know, compose, they will get it. Man, I I hear it, and sometimes I can hear certain words, you know, I go off those words, then I come through and I, I make it make sense at the end of the day or at the end of the song. Man, I love doing gospel music because it's it's real to me, you know what I'm saying? And but then again, I still got club jams that you know. I, I want to talk about that. I'm a man, you know what I'm saying? I like to talk about what goes on in man's mind, you know. So honestly, I really want to talk about everything, but I know who my praise go to. You know what I'm saying? I know, I know who who made me able to have this gift, who blessed me with this, you know. Yeah, that's what's up, man. So, explain your work ethic, like as far as like, uh, as far as how often do you go to the studio, on average, and uh, per week, and how many songs you usually do when you go to the studio, and and explain your process. Do you are you a person that like to record by yourself, or you don't matter having a group of people making it like a little gathering? You know what I'm saying. Honestly, right now, man, I've been fooling around with this group, man, called Exodus. And we're uh, more of a gospel-type group, man. It's me, Nikki Parrish, my guy Joe D. Houston, uh, Brother Mac. We got a nice group called Exodus, and we we, we talking about a lot of gospel stuff in it. And so when we're doing that as a group, the chemistry is beautiful, man. So it's like it's never a problem getting in with people that's, that's like-minded, that's going to talk about some of the same similar stuff. And on, then again, on another hand, man, I did um, I did this track called Friday Night. I think I might have sent it to you. I did that track with um, with uh, another guy, man. And I'm talking about me and him bonded so quick on it. It's like it just came out. He, he heard what I was saying and heard how I wanted to say it, and he just put it in there, you know what I'm saying? So, you're, I feel like... Uh, I feel like getting in there is totally up to you, man. It's totally however you feel. You know, you you got, how can I say this? You got to check yourself at the door, man. If you want to get in and get this work done, you know what to do before you do it. You got to get your writing down, get your memory going, you know, get everything pleasant for you so you can go in there and get it done. So it's either or. You know, I can be in there by myself and comfortable or uncomfortable. Or I can be in there with a lot of people and comfortable vice versa but um right now as far as my work ethic it's been hitting this man i got a family i got a wife got kids and uh we just got a new house so you know what i'm saying i work two full-time jobs right now i work uh nine to five and then i work over the weekend with another job so right now that's whenever i can get up in there I sometimes i write while i'm riding i write while i'm on the road i write while i'm at work you know what i'm saying it's just it's it's whatever motivates me to make the another the next song, you know. I could be talking to somebody about a topic, and then I'm thinking like, "Hey, man, that'll be a good song or whatever." And if I come with the right wordplay at the time, I better write it down. <laughs> yeah, I forget it sometimes. Oh yeah, man. So I really admire like people that do the type of music you do because. You have to strategically think when you're not using as many cuss words. You know what I'm saying? Because it's easy for somebody to just go in there. Well, I won't say it's easy, but it'd be more easier between the two artists 
for someone to go in there and just go write some down or go off the top of their head and just say whatever comes, you know what I'm saying? Cussing or mm-hmm. or being derogatory or whatever they want to say. But when you uh in the lane that you're in and you have to, you know, put out clean music, you know, a clean version, I feel like it's all the level, degree of difficulty will always be harder than somebody just putting out a, a record for the club. Man, honestly, it's millions of words out here. You know what I'm saying? And I want to say it's hundreds of words that almost mean the same thing. So the thing is just being creative with it. You know, I, I at first I was I was cussing. You know, I was doing my thing. And um, I thought that that's what, you know, was cool or whatever. And then I, I come to a reality that, okay, this ain't what I want to be doing. Then I had a daughter when I was uh 26. And she's 15 now. But, man, we sit up and, you know, I didn't want her to hear her dad, you know, just cussing and talking about this, that, and the third. So what I done, I just wanted to get all that out of my system, man, as far as, like, my vocabulary. And then I heard somebody say that, you know what I'm saying, if you if you cuss, then you really ain't being that creative. So I'm like, okay, it makes sense. So I really, what I'm trying to do now, I'm trying to say the same stuff and give you the same feel without those same words, you know? Oh yeah. So, um, do you uh have any artists that you would like to sign? Are you trying to go to see your route while you doing your own thing, or are you just focused on you right now? Honestly, right now I'm just focusing on me. Now I do have a squad outside of uh outside of me that I'm very familiar with. You know, it's locals around here as far as uh Rude Boy Rob Marley. 501 DP, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's, it's it's a plethora of cats around here that really got talent. Those are family members right there that just got it. I know they got it, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, man, when I say the potential out here in Arkansas is so crazy, this untapped gold mine, bro, it's just, ooh, it's, it's a few stumble over fortune out here just picking up people, you know? Um I'd like to really make a noise and then do something like that, though, because I do want to, I don't want to just, now, I, I'm going to take that back. I was about to say I don't want to rap forever, but it's funny. Rap music is the only thing that people frown their nose at when somebody's older than 40 doing it, man. And I believe it's because it's a fairly young game. You know, like if it was rock and roll, people die with a guitar in their hand, you know? People 80. 70, they they pass away doing shows and stuff. You know what I'm saying? So I I rap forever. But as far as like putting somebody else in a certain position of gaining, that's what I like to be doing. And maybe kind of sneak back in and hearing that, you know? Well, I think hip hop is like that. It's because it's it's mainly dominated by African-Americans. And you know, me and you both know, you know, anything... Mm -hmm that's dominated by African Americans is all about trends and it's all about crab in a bucket mentality. Mm-hmm. I, as far as like trying to keep people down or not wanting to see people progress, you know, you know how it go. Yeah. So yeah, I think I, I think I think that's the the main thing on why. You know, you had onesie and twosie. I know two chains was older when he started rapping, Rick Ross was older too. When he when he got his big break, he wasn't young. 
So, I mean, shoot, I mean, you know, uh, I just leave stuff up to God, man. You know, everybody has their own path, and, you know, if it's meant to be, you know, you know, it's going to happen. It's not going to be off no trend or off what nobody else say or think, you know. That part, that part right there, man. Everything doesn't have to be a trend, man. You can, you can honestly, man, you can get up in this thing, make noise, do what you need to do, and get on out if you want to. It's just, it just depends on your interest, you know? Yes. So what's your goals for the rest of the year, man, as far as, like, your upcoming projects and what you got going? Like, uh, do you have any current projects you just released that you want to promote before we get off here? And what's your current, um, your upcoming stuff for 2022? And for the rest of uh, 2021, how are you uh, about to navigate this thing? Man, I got this EP I'm getting ready to push, man, called The Sleep. The SLE EP. It's going to be about six songs, man. I was going to shoot for five, but it's going to be about six songs. So I'm doing 10 just to really see, you know, what I want to put on there. And um, somebody was telling me I need to go on making an album because all of them sound pretty good. But I, you know, I'm still, I, I want to do what I want to do on that end because then I want to push another EP called The Awakening right after. But I want to do that in uh, 22. Um, probably early 22 January. I'll be done with the SLE EP. And man, when I say it's going to be, it's, it's different. I, I got, I'm coming from a place of, um, how can I say this? Like Flow Rider on one song. I come from a place of the gospel giant, you know what I'm saying? Then I got some educational stuff on there also. And then I got some, some gangster slash really telling it how it is, but with just not all the killing and cussing and all that. So man, it's it's well rounded for EP, and I, I do want to. I'm pushing to be done with that around January, ish. So both of them be in 22. Okay, then. And uh, how many uh, songs is gonna be on it? I'm gonna push five. I'm gonna put. Excuse me. I'm gonna put six of them on both of them. I'm gonna put yeah. six of them on both of them. And are you gonna? Uh, are you pushing for either features, or it's just gonna be all you? Man, honestly, I'm just gonna do all me right now, man. Unless, unless, unless the spirit hit me to get a couple of people or um, to get somebody, you know what I'm saying? If, if you know, God put somebody in my way to put on it, I'm gonna go ahead and do it like that. But I mean, honestly, right now, I'm getting what I want to say out, you know. Now, vocals, backgrounds, and all that, man, I've been very blessed to fall into this guy named Brother Mac, um, another guy named Big Keys. Uh, sister named Nikki Parrish, man. I'm talking about, and they all local around here, but they done done work for international people. Like Brother Max stuff was just on the Tyler Perry movie, Boo. Um, Nikki Parrish, she's sung for so many people. It's hard to even name who she's sung for background vocals, and she still she does shows until this day, man. Uh, Thomas Keys, Boo, that dude there, he uh. Work with uh, what's it? MS is it not MSG? Uh, what's Johnny Gill, Tyrese, and um, LSG? Oh, okay, I think that's what it was. Yeah, he he's done work for them. You know what I'm saying? And so, I, I when I go over like to the studio with my guy Ferocious, man, he's done so much work for like Carl Thomas and all kind of people around, man. And I'm, man, it's a blessing 
to be able to be in a circle that I'm in. And honestly, I feel like I got the formula now, which I've been looking for the formula for a long time. And man, when you find it, dude, when you find the right ingredients, the cake just tastes so much better, man. It tastes good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, I'm going to be looking forward. I listened to your um, your one song last night. My God, it's so real. Okay. Yeah, okay. I like that song. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. That's actually the last track I just done, man. I done that, and I kind of put it out to see what kind of people would gravitate towards. I didn't put any budget or anything like that behind it. I just wanted to kind of lean that out, you know what I'm saying, for a minute. I got um, that's, that's really my fifth song on this EP that's coming up. But um, when I get to do with this next song, I'm probably going to lead with that song, man, either that or Yahweh, one of those. Okay, yeah, I'm going to be looking forward to everything you put out now. I'm going to go on your profile and see um, and listen to all your past stuff because I didn't have time to do it today. I've been bouncing around. But um, as far as as far as um, uh, I meant to ask you, man, do you have any kids? Yeah, 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 man. I have a, man, I got a, I got a four-month-old. I got a five-year-old. And I got a 15-year-old. My 15-year-old is Israel. That's my baby there. And my chicken noodle soup. I called her that she get mad at me. You know, she's a teenager now. She don't want all <laughs> My uh, five-year-old is Carter, man. He's, man, Carter, he's going to be something special when he get bigger. And my four-month-old is Christian. And look at that. He's so cute right now, man. It's something else. And I, man, I enjoy this, man. My wife, man, she's something else too, man. She... She helped out a lot, bro. I'm talking about she she really hold it down for me. Do you uh do are any of your kids picking up on a passion of music or is it just you right now? Man, I'ma tell you. When I um how can I say this? My daughter, she's shy, you know what I'm saying? But I was shy growing up too. I didn't want to say nothing to nobody. And I just kinda held my tongue a lot. But um I got a story about her, man, where I used to uh I used to kind of bebop back in the day, you know, the little, little thing right there or whatever. And so she was kind of picking up on that. And what I'm talking about, when she was like, she wasn't even one yet, her head would rock back and forth as I'd done it, you know what I'm saying? And so it kind of it kind of wowed me out with them. Like, dang, she she really, you know, she might have something. So I kind of teased her, hey, what you going to do? Nothing. No, I ain't doing nothing that. No, but I'm going to let she be her. You know, she's going to do her thing. Uh, my son, my five-year-old son, he he's out there. You know, he um he got a spirit on him. Hey, that dude there, I, his grandfather, my my um, father-in-law, he's a preacher, and so my son called himself mimicking him one day. And when I say he could give you chills just mimicking him, and you know, right now he's playing, but I see something very special invested in him for the future, man. So when I, I know God got an anointing for him and I just, I want God to cultivate that. And if he, you know, whatever he tell me to do with him, that's what I'm going to do with it, man. So I don't want to, you know, get him involved in nothing that ain't going to be his land. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. That's what's up, man. I'm pretty sure 
if one of them pick up music, man, that's going to be like a, a gift in disguise, man. You know, you be able to go to the studio, but your kid can't really put a price on that, you know. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I say, I'm going to tell you, he wants to go now, but since COVID hit, you know what I'm saying, I can't I can't really take him to the studio with me because, you know, I'm just, just, just precautions, man. But uh, once everything gets, cool uh what the next version normal is i'm gonna try to i guess i'm gonna try to build my studio back because i used to have studios in my old houses or whatever i just hadn't got there with this one just yet i'm gonna try to build mine back up and just show him how to do a couple of things just so he'll be familiar you know he'll have that option if that's what he wants to do but i really want him to do something that he's really comfortable doing oh and hey he's like he um Dude can play the drums, man. Like he almost self-taught at the drums. <laughs> so oh, really, yeah, he got it. He got it. I gotta get. I gotta get some lessons to him, man. He got it. It's just, you know, man. Wait, it's gonna be something different. So, um, well, as we wrap this up, man, um, is there any last last things that you want to say about your music career that you want people to know about? Any last words and anything that you want to promote before we get off here, you can go ahead and uh, just uh, go ahead and say that right now. Yes, indeed, man. I'm from Little Rock, Arkansas, man. You know, we had that rep coming up as banging in the rock and all this then the third. Man, yeah, it, it was like that for a minute, but now it's a lot of people out here that's doing their thing. Like, uh, you got uh, those studios out here. You got Cat Daddy out here. She's doing her thing. You got uh, Wupak, you know what I'm saying? We got like you say, bankroll Freddie, you know what I'm saying? We got people out here really doing their thing, man. It's just trying to put this music out there for people, man. You got uh, Kid Folk Jack out there. He in Dallas now, you know, doing his thing, whatever. Uh, Arkansas Bowl, 607, man. We got we got a lot of folks down here that's really movers and shakers, you know what I'm saying? They're going to come to the forefront eventually. They're eventually going to get there. But I just really want to be the first one to say, hey, watch out for them people because they coming. But um, if music is your passion, do music, man. Try it. Push it. Be consistent with it. Don't let people talk you out of it because it is that and the third. It does get kind of expensive. But with the resources we got at our fingertips on these phones, man, you could do almost anything. You could record your video, record your song, and shoot that thing off to, um, what's the name of the platform? Masters, United Masters. And boy, be done. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> so, it, it really ain't no excuses if that's what your if that's what your passion is. And I've been having this passion for a minute, so I'm really swallowing my excuses now as I talk. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's it, man. Any uh, upcoming news or as far as any projects and stuff like that besides the uh, the ones you said coming out in the earlier 2022? Or that's it for now. Man, that's it for right now. Just watch out for the SLE EP, the sleep, man. And I'm talking about it's 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 gonna be something different. It's gonna be something comfortable. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm trying to reach the old heads, the young heads, and everybody in between. You know what I'm saying? All right, man. That's what's up, man. Uh, do you have a uh? I tell the people your YouTube channel while we on here. Already, it's Sleep Parker. The sleep Sleep Parker TV. That's my YouTube channel right there. My uh, Instagram is <clears throat> Sleep Parker. Man, my uh, 
Twitter is at DJ Sleep Parker. My uh, clubhouse, Sleep Parker. I'm, I tried to make everything the same thing. You know what I'm saying? So just S L E E P P A R K E R, one word, Sleep Parker. If you Google me, some stuff gonna come up. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's time. Yeah, yeah, that's what's up, man. I enjoyed this, man. Uh, I uh, really appreciate you coming on, man. I've been doing a podcast thing since April of last year. This is when the pandemic first started and kind of grew a passion for it, so I just kept doing it. And um, anytime you want to come on, man, it don't have to be about music, but anytime you have something, you know, you uh, encounter something going on in the world or anything you're dealing with in your personal life as far as, like, real topics i talk about real topics on here too as far as child support you know gender roles and relationship fake friends things like that you know we can strike up a podcast episode and use up this podcast i mean use this platform and you know i can get some other people to hop on with us because uh i got i can have four people on besides myself on here at a time so you know anytime you feel passionate about something you want to get the word out of you, feel free to hit me up at any time. Oh, yes, sir, man. Duly noted, my G. Bro, I got some uh, I got some topics here and there, you know, that come to mind, bro, and I, you really motivate me, man, because this is, this is something, you know what I'm saying, I've been looking at, but, brother, you you doing your thing, and I'm proud of you, man. Keep on doing this, and I don't see number bigger and brighter things in your future, player. Hey, man, I really appreciate that, man. You know, we got, uh, I need more of this. As far as in our community, you know, every other ignorant background always support their own people, but we are well, we the eyeball yeah. out. So, so I always try to support people, uh, even if they don't support me back. I just do it just out of the act. You know what I'm saying? And you know what? That right there, that right there is what separates you from the rest, man. Because that's that's what's gonna push you to that that next level right there. Just doing it regardless. And I, I forgot to say, I'm finna start doing some clubhouse rooms, man. Um, so, you know, if anybody be on clubhouse, sleep park on clubhouse, I'm finna start doing a couple of rooms. I know I got one room. It's just going to be my name, you know, just put my name out there or whatever. So if y'all ever tap in, join in on the room. We can hold a cool conversation. That's what's up, man. I'll be on clubhouse heavy, so I'm definitely going to look out for that. Right, man. I I appreciate you coming on, man. And everybody go check out his music, Sleep Parker, on all platforms. On Apple Music, if you got an iPhone and other platforms, check out his YouTube channel, Sleep Parker TV, and all his uh, other social platforms at Sleep Parker. And let's wrap up the uh, episode of the Eric J. The Great Podcast. I appreciate you uh, coming on. And uh, before we get off, just give uh, any last shout out to people before we get off. Man, bro, shout out to you for doing this here. That's all I'm going to say. Shout out to the most high for making it possible. You know what I'm talking about? 100. All right, that's what's up, man. I appreciate it, man. This wraps up the episode. We out.